Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Hello, everyone, friends and family. We're so glad that you joined us today on the Digging Deeper podcast. (laughs) I wish I had a good podcast voice. (laughs) That would have been great to sell uh, to it make that it way. more interesting. That's right. <laughs> Maybe I could just write up the script and have someone else uh, do all the questions. <laughs> we got a voiceover guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we didn't mention it, but we're in a whole new space now. Yeah, so we're we are. up above in the worship center in our video room. Mm-hmm. We've got a candle lit and a lamp going. I know, and it's nice and dark. Yeah, we've, we've got, got a vibe going. Yeah, this is going to be a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fixins. That's right. For something good happening today, and I haven't been on here in a couple weeks. Yeah, so you haven't. We've I'm done excited. some unique ones the last. Yeah, couple exciting weeks. stuff though. Yeah, we're we're so glad to have our staff, you know, fully fully present or will be soon and. Um, yeah, it's a good season, man. It's a good season we're stepping into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll skip on to the, there you go. To the message. Um, so. so this weekend we continued into our mission series. Um, and let's just go ahead and why don't you give them kind of what the big idea was of the message? Yep. The big idea was that the gospel is how mission happens. The gospel is how mission happens. And so, yeah, we really wanted to tackle the gospel this week, um, to explain it, to, to lay it out, um, and we'll, we'll get into the details of all this, but like really go at the complete gospel. And the gospel is, is both the message that we carry, we share with people, but then it's also how people are made disciples. So, yeah, we really wanted to tackle that, get that clear. And if you weren't here this weekend... Um, you definitely missed out, but uh, yeah, we had an altar call at the end, and um, you encouraged people to tell their story, and people came forward and made mm-hmm. a decision. Yep. It's just so cool. Yeah. So awesome to see how God worked in that service, and mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah, really excited for that. We'd usually do that. We don't mm-hmm. We don't usually have an altar call, and so, um, and hopefully that, that, therefore, when we do it, it is more of that mm-hmm. meaningful kind of thing. I think sometimes in different contexts it can get kind of rote or, you know, kind of usual. But here, it, like, we really wanted to make it clear, and we wanted to give people a chance to actually respond. So, yeah, it was it was sweet to see people come forward. Um, a handful made a, a decision to follow Jesus for the first time, and um, and we're going to do baptisms in the near future, so, like, yeah. we'll have that opportunity for people. Which it's a is, great season right now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Excited. It's, it's getting a little cooler out. That's right. It, and then it gets hot <laughs> again, right. and you're That's like, right. is it going to be fall all of a sudden? <laughs> you're, like, kind of excited, but at the same time, like, I feel like I'm grieving summer being over, know. you know, because yeah. you just... School starting, yeah. and it's all different. Well, now. you guys have a pool at your house. We do, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're going to keep it open as long as possible. Oh, nice, so. <laughs> nice, nice. I love it. So in service, you actually kind of gave a bit of the gospel presentation, mm-hmm. and um, you labeled it in order, um, in logical order. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it aloud for those who weren't mm-hmm. there this weekend. Um, this is something you also had people fill out in service, yep. which I thought was a great addition to the service. Um, the first thing that you said was kingdom. The restoration of God's good rule over all things. Um, Number two was Christ. Jesus is king who saves. The third um, element was death. Jesus died for our sins. Um, Then were we at five? So we said four. 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 Four is resurrection. Jesus was raised to renew 
our well, our lives, sorry, yeah. our lives some yeah. like have this. And I should have actually numbered them. Okay, <laughs> and now we're at five, right? Yeah, yeah. Repent, turning around, giving allegiance to Jesus. Yep. And then at six is believe, trusting in, relying upon Jesus. Mm-hmm. Seven is follow, aligning life to Jesus, becoming like Him. Yep. At the end of this, uh, at the end of all this, you kind of encouraged us all to tell our story. And yep. so, as I mumbled through that logical <laughs> order, there, sorry guys. Um, how would you um, prop that up in a way that could be helpful for people to understand how understanding that logical order mm-hmm. can help us understand how to actually tell our story? Yeah, yeah, that's really good. So, um, essentially, where where I really got this, there's a book that I read. It's called the the discipleship gospel by um, Bill Hull and, and Ben Sobels. That that was the book that really like clued me into a lot of this, and they do this similar kind of framework. So I'm I'm bringing a lot from that book just to give them that credit. But what I appreciate is they're they're trying to capture in in kind of propositional or like statement sorts of terms the story of the Bible. And I think when we see these seven elements, because okay, seven that feels like a lot. There's a lot going on there but see it as a story, as a flow of a story, then I think we, it one, makes a little more sense. Two, I think it's a little more memorable. Like we can trace out, it's like, okay, God's kingdom, it's coming or it's good. And that means we need to have a king. And Jesus is that king and that king is different. He died, but he also rose. And, and so what do we do? We repent. Then we believe and we follow. Like if you start to see that as a story, as a flow, then I think you begin to see your own story that way. So like... Um, one, one way that you can capture sharing the gospel through your story is before Jesus, then you meet Jesus, and then after Jesus. And this story is that flow as well when you start to see like, oh, okay, here Jesus shows up, he makes a difference, and how does he make a difference for me? So I think thinking about the whole gospel as a story yeah, and then beginning to see our story in that story allows us, yeah. I think, to click some things in place. Um, and so how does your life reflect these seven, or or one of them, or a couple of them, um, and so run with that. I think as we're thinking about our story, just capturing it in these terms um, allows us to be able to share it in a meaningful way and in a personal way too. So yeah, that's what I hope when we hear again. These are this is a lot. There's a lot yeah. of content here, but when we get it all kind of in in place and see that as story, our story can also echo it and, mm-hmm. and reflect it. So that's my hope is that we'll see our story in the story as people are sharing. I think the gospel story also speaks to the same thing for us when we say, what was your life like before Jesus? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the same thing. What was life like before Jesus in the yeah. gospel story yes. too? Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I like how I, I like seeing the similarities of how those things can work together. Mm-hmm. Um, I am struggling today for some reason. <laughs> Goodness. Hey, it's real. We're just we're, it's we're super real. real. That's we are not cutting this. <laughs> You're gonna hang in here. And so um in service I felt like at one point um there was almost an audible response from people when you started talking about kingdoms. Mm, yeah. And I felt yeah. that for myself for sure. Mm-hmm. Um just the idea of I always recognize like, oh yeah, God's kingdom. I like get that. Mm-hmm. But when we think of sin and we think of, you know, sin nature and the other stuff that 
trips us up. Sometimes I haven't really thought about those things as their own kingdoms. Mm, yeah. And kind of as you started to narrate that, mm-hmm. um, it was it was an aha moment for me of like, mm-hmm. oh man, yeah, what kingdom are we really actually chasing after? Um, whether you think it's one thing or not, or you mm-hmm. might say that on paper, um, what is a kingdom that you think Christians mm. easily get tripped up by or cause distraction? Mm. Yeah. I think, um, and I'm drawing on my own life here quite a bit, I think the good person kingdom, I don't have to really call it better than that, but like if I'm doing all the right things, mm. if I'm a good person, I'm, um, I'm doing the Christian things even, I think we see like, oh, I'm building my, this kingdom up. It's a good thing. Like, look at me. We're still not actually building God's kingdom, mm-hmm. even though it might look like color and shape. Oh, it's all kind of, the, but at the heart of it, it's not. Um, and so for me, like the, the good person kingdom, the kingdom where it's like, I'm doing all the right things. I'm a good person. I don't tell a lie. I don't steal. Like I'm, yeah. all of those kinds of things. I think that's one kingdom, especially Christians can get stuck into we were building this this Christian, quote-unquote Christian uh, kingdom, but it's not actually God's kingdom because he's not really at the center. We still are. I mean, that's one of the, the things that um, you see in the scriptures. So I was actually having a conversation with one of our elders, Dave Lloyd, and I didn't ask his permission to share this, but he was really thinking on this weekend the, the Tower of Babel in, in Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the people, they've, they've multiplied and they've grown, and they start to like want to build their own name, their own, their own lives. Like, hey, look at us, since so they build a tower, a literal tower. And they're, they're, look at us, we're, we're climbing to the sky, we're climbing to the heavens. We do the exact same thing. Absolutely. We, we, we build our kingdoms or, or the kingdoms of this world up to try and climb up to God, his level and, and, and his goodness. Nothing's ever going to get there. I mean, if you historically look, it's, it's like a hundred feet tall. Like yeah. we build skyscrapers that are a thousand. Like, sure. It's, and so you look Very at it, it's kind of like, yeah. here's a tower. But then look at ourselves, like mm-hmm. you get in a plane, you see, oh, that skyscraper is really not that tall. Like just like the physical image of that. We are just so far away from God's kingdom. Yeah, that's and fascinating. We we try to build in these ways. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the kinds of kingdoms we build, good person. Uh, I think um, culture and politics is a big one. Like we're, we're getting roped into that a lot more. Like we want to see, you know, godly things in our culture. And, you know, that's a good thing, but at the same time, it really becomes about the things rather than God. And so yeah. that's the tension there. So God's kingdom is one in which he is ruling. We are surrendered and dependent on him. We're, we're at our heart, at the heart of his His kingdom and at our hearts and our lives. It, it's It's one that is in direct contact with him, submitting to him, rather than, hey, it looks good on the outside. Because, yeah. man, that's that's not his kingdom. It's got to be at the heart level. I think a lot of kingdoms that, I'll be transparent, like for me, mm-hmm. is sometimes when it gets a little skewed. So it might be like something that God has like gifted you in. Yeah. But then I know we talked about culture now, like individualism mm-hmm. and social mm-hmm. media and all that kind of stuff. Like for me as a four, uniqueness is really important to me, mm-hmm. almost yeah. to a fault. You know, like I'll see something like, oh, that's so unique and I like mm. that and it's about me and I feel like God has really gifted me with seeing things yes, through that lens absolutely. and then being able to love people that way mm-hmm. but sometimes the pursuit of wanting to be different there and wanting is. to be like my own person and mm-hmm. people seeing me for that 
it can get skewed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I was even reading, uh, I'm not reading, I'm listening to the book, <laughs> sure, um, sure. John yeah. Maxwell's 15 Laws of yeah, Gro- yeah. Invaluable Laws of Growth. Yeah. And he talks about in there how like, you have to pause so that growth can catch up to you. Ooh, so it, yeah. I know, yeah, you probably love that. I do. <laughs> I do. It's like right, yeah, right of uh, both of our wheelhouses. But I wrote that down this morning. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that is so good. Because I think a lot of times we just miss it. We don't stop. Yep. We don't think about the things that we're thinking about. And mm-hmm. we just start going after something. And so, yeah, for me personally, like that's something that I recognize is like, where is this coming? What's the motivation? Yeah. What's going on yep. here? What's happening? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would encourage people to like have some noticings and yeah. have some moments where you can stop and think. And we just went through a Sabbath series mm, and like, that's yeah. a great time to reflect and think about what God's doing in your life and where your thoughts are at. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and I appreciate too, like, yeah, what you just said that, um, some of these things, they're, they're good. They're like 95% of the way there, but they're just get a little skewed, a little bit off. Yep. And, and I hate to say it, like that makes all the difference in the world from a kingdom of this world to God's kingdom. Yeah. Cause it is, it's the heart. Like he gifted you with this uniqueness ability and, and seeing, seeing with fresh eyes, like I, and I see that and that can be very God honoring and, and using the right way. And then it can also at times be like, Hey, well, look at me, you know, and, yeah. and it becomes a self reflection and there we're building our own name back up just like the, the Babylonians did or Babel. Um, so like that, and it's it is a it's a it's almost a razor thin edge, mm-hmm. and yet there is a great chasm between those two because it is a posture of I'm I'm surrendered I'm dependent I'm I'm re- relying upon him mm-hmm. for my worth and value and and how I operate and these other things it's it's just you make a huge leap to now it's on me or it's in my own strength mm-hmm. and they feel very close but yet they're so so different um, yeah so mm, so good I yeah. Love it. I, I, I love Bob Goff. He talks about the enemy and like how it wants to attack us. And a lot of times it isn't these huge jabs or like, I'm going to throw this crazy thing in your way. He's like, we usually are destroyed by like a thousand paper cuts yes. is what yes. he's kind of exactly saying. And right. I think that's what happens too. Sometimes the enemy knows like, that's something that you're gifted in. And like, let me try to disqualify you in that or, mm-hmm. you know, like push into that. And um, yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. Mm. It's good stuff. Um, with with logical order yeah. and talking through all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, I've always kind of been, I don't know, for lack of a better term, like simple gospel kind yeah. of guy. Yes. Just, yep. I think we get lost in the weeds and don't actually do much about it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of an overstatement, I guess. But overall, you give like seven I things. Know, right? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so how do we deal with something that's, complex yeah but not overcomplicating it yeah and and to be completely fair like i feel that tension even after having preached it like th- this uh, again i stick by the seven this is the gospel um in in a in a more simplified way we, we could talk for hours on what the gospel is but even that there's different expressions of it, the four spiritual laws or you know different illustrations that make it even more simple um my own experience, and I think what I've seen in the church is sometimes if we don't have all seven of these elements, we we have probably Jesus, we have death, um, maybe resurrection, but I, I tried to hit on that. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't have that, man, we don't have the gospel. But sometimes that's left off. So you have Jesus as, as, as Christ. He died for us, so repent and believe. 
Those are the four that you often hear. Now, there's different expressions, but it leaves out some key elements like God's kingdom, resurrection is essential, and then following. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to yeah, hit on that. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's fascinating. I, I, man, I so badly want people to see that, like, that completeness. It is not just a get out of hell kind yeah, of 100%. card or whatever, fire insurance, all that. Like, the gospel is not just forgiveness only. It's not just be a good person. Like, there's these truncated versions of the gospel yeah. that are floating out there. And it needs to be a complete one. So that's why I'm kind of willing to risk all seven sure. as a, like, man, we sure. need it all. But I do feel that tension because there's seven elements. How do I remember all that? Maybe I'll just, if you're listening to this, hopefully you have a vested interest, but like, here it is. Remember the seven words. If mm-hmm. you just keep it as simple as you can for yourself. Right. And then as you share it, share what you need to. And if you've missed something, like, don't sweat it. Like God's, this is in God's hands. He's He's mm-hmm. got people. If we mess it up, He's still going to be able to use us and use these different moments. So, do your best to remember the seven um, and tell it as a story. And I think to me that's the difference. If we're trying to remember propositions or ideas and trying to get it just right, then we continue to add more content, mm-hmm. explain it further. And I think that's where we get bogged down. If we just remember that it's a story yeah. that hits these seven things yeah. and just focus on those seven words, then I think we're going to be able to really get at the fullness of the gospel without overcomplicating it. And you might not even be saying those words specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have that right. in mind as you're narrating. Yes. Yeah. This is, this. hopefully this tool, or the, these seven uh, elements are more for you as one who's sharing, who maybe knows the gospel already, just gives you a framework in which to think about it. The person who's brand new, um, if they've never, literally never heard it, you could say all seven things, and they're probably going to get one or two, and that's okay. Sure. Like, what did Jesus do when he came to Peter and Andrew? He just said, follow me. Yeah. He, they, they maybe knew a little bit about him, but what did they really know? They didn't know that he was the Messiah. They didn't know what sin was in Jesus' mind. Like, they knew what sin was because of their Jewish background, but, like, Jesus was changing things a bit, too. So, like, they didn't have the picture. They just heard the call, follow me. I'm going to teach you along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, the heart of it that I think we can share with people. It's like, follow Jesus. You don't have all your questions answered. That's okay. You're, you're not going to understand everything at, at the beginning. That's okay. Follow him. Mm-hmm. See what he has to show you, mm-hmm. and he will. I, I think maybe, if, again, as simple as it is, Jesus as Lord and follow him, that's the gospel right yeah. there in, in one sentence. Yeah. I, I do recognize the beauty of making sure you have all elements. I would even say with that word kingdom, mm-hmm. um, I think we have a we struggle with fully understanding what that looks like here yes. and now. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I loved how you talked about that on Sunday, too. It's not just, all right, at the end, this is the kingdom I'm looking to go mm-hmm. to. It's like he mm-hmm. said, it's here and now. Yes. So we need to live in that reality. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we've missed that in mm-hmm. the gospel, I think, to the point that we haven't investigated as much to that. Yes. Yep. And And this, again, is a framework. This isn't... Um, isn't meant to say everything about the gospel because the gospel is so rich mm-hmm. and complex and multifaceted. This is to give us handholds. And if this is even too much, again, just keep it as simple that doesn't truncate it. And so that's an art. That's mm-hmm. really hard to do. Um, again, if you want one sentence, Jesus is Lord and follow him, that's the gospel. Um, but you can see how he, that means that he's, there's a kingdom and he's the king. 
but he died. And you could see how things kind of connected all that. And if we begin to think in those terms, it might get a little bit more easy to follow. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, something I've been processing too ever since Sunday is like, how do we tell our story as a church, like corporately mm-hmm. as a body? Yeah. Cause this is somewhat individualistic. I mean, it, mm-hmm. the way that it was presented and yeah. thinking about telling our personal story, but yes. how does the church do that collectively? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I do think we have a tendency to think in very individualistic terms and I do too. I mean, that's, I, I presented it that way on Sunday. Like, think about this as your story. But our church collective has, is made up of individual stories, but then we also share a story together as a church. And so, you know, look at the history of a church and, and how do you see God's faithfulness? How do you see the gospel manifest in different ways? Um, and so I'm, I am curious for us to, like, push into that question. I almost don't have a great answer for us mm-hmm. right at this moment. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things that, I think if we see our whole church body embodying the story together, we begin to see new facets of the story, new facets of the gospel um, that maybe we hadn't seen before. And his his goodness, his his dying for our sins is not just for my individual sins, but it's for our our collective sin, our, our the corporateness of sin too. And and um, hmm. like he's doing that for us, and and he brings renewed life individually and as a church. And I think we're experiencing some of that. Like we really do sense God's doing something right mm-hmm. now. And so inviting people into a family, into a, a body, into a group is part of that story too. And that's what I hope as we move forward as a church with this, that we'll see ourselves on missions like, hey, I, I want I want to share something cool with you. Come with me and see with this group of people. And you're going to see the story played out yeah, in good. many different ways. So um, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to capture that in meaningful ways corporately. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just a collection of individuals. That is true. But it's our, our story, our collective story as well. And so that's probably a growth edge. And we can push into that and see what, is, what does God want to show us as it comes to yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I just appreciate, man, you giving this message. I think it's good. I think it was such a, I mean, you as a leader equipping us to do the work, you know, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't, you know, self-help message, <laughs> no, yeah, you know, certainly not. behavior modification or yeah. something like that, um, is just such an incredible message. And I feel like you felt it from the beginning of service to the end of mm-hmm. service mm-hmm. on Sunday and yeah. God's presence was, was strong. Mm-hmm. Always is, but yeah, yes, we, you know, we like just, that, we were that aware sentence of it. I always, yeah. Yeah, I but it. yeah, <laughs> he really showed up today. <laughs> Not so much last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Yeah. If you have any questions, um, come hang out with us on a Sunday morning if you aren't already, but you can also just email us at contact at newlifeonline.org. If you aren't currently coming to New Life Church, we do have services at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. So mm-hmm. we'd love to see you there and we will catch you next time. See ya.